to Beyond Well. I'm Sheila Hamilton, along with Dr. Brian Goff. Hello, Brian. Hey, Sheila. And uh, just a, a little explanation of where Dr. Lejeune is this week. She is being very zen and very silent. Very, very quiet. Very quiet, everyone. She's on a meditation retreat. I think it's wise. I think it's super cool, but I would go crazy. On a silence <laughs> retreat. Silence, right? Yeah, silence. Well, she better be meditating while she's silent, right? Or right. The otherwise, it's just a gonna, big long nap. <laughs> bad things are going to happen. That's right. But we are completely thrilled beyond over the moon to be able to welcome Cassidy Quinn to our program because, Hi. first of all, I'm a huge, enormous fan of your work, Cassidy. Oh my gosh, thank you. you. Yeah, I'm a fan of your work. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you may not know it, but um, <laughs> I first discovered you because I was trying Uh-oh. to learn from the best vloggers. So would you <gasps> yes, describe thanks. for people what vlogging is about? Vlogging, it's weird because, I mean, I feel like vlogging has been a thing for a while, but still my phone and probably everyone else's phone will not recognize that it's a word. Like, I don't want to write blogging, but it's video blogging. So... I feel like it's fairly informal. Like you kind of can take your camera with you wherever you go, pull it out, or you're sitting in your room in one place talking to people, but just kind of sharing your life in video form. Yeah, and you do it so authentically and so naturally. Let's listen to just a few of Cassidy's great snippets. Okay, sorry, focus. Do, 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 Cassidy Quinn. Hey guys, it's me, Cassidy Quinn. I'm adding a third video. Welcome for Real Fridays. It's gonna be a little different than the style of my other videos. It's gonna get real. But for now, enjoy. Okay, sorry, focus. Watch every four. Can you see that I'm not wearing pants? Cassidy Quinn. I'm also a huge fan of Tonight with Cassidy. I think it's the perfect way to deliver news Thank to a local you. audience. And I think that the work you do, especially when you're covering sports, is off the charts. Oh my gosh. So Thank I was you. so happy when I saw you talking about mental health. Here, we're going to play. About not being happy. <laughs> That's right. We're going to play a clip from that. It is stupid that I have been waiting so long to make this video because it's not a big deal. It's not, it's not, it's just not. Because every single day, you should be focusing on your mental health a year and a half ago-ish. I was just crying a lot. It's weird to think about now because it was just very overwhelming and anyone that came up and talked to me was making me super anxious and overwhelmed and I didn't know what to do and I just had to get out of there. I decided to look up doctors and they have me fill out this questionnaire. I feel sad. I feel a lack of purpose in my life. Sometimes I am so overwhelmed I can't do anything. Then I go in and meet the actual doctor and she looks over this, you know, punches some things to the computer and she says, I have generalized anxiety disorder and depression. <laughs> um, one of the wonderful things about that, Cassidy, was that you said right from the beginning, it took you a long time to be able to be honest with people about that. Why? I don't know. It seems so stupid when I think about it now because... My whole thing is, like we just talked about with vlogging, like sharing. I share probably more than I should about myself and more than a lot of people do with the internet. And I love the internet. I love that you can kind of, on YouTube or Twitter or Instagram, wherever you are, you can talk to people and have a conversation and talk to them about whatever they're going through. And I feel like I've always been 
try to be authentic and real with people and share what's really going on in my life and not just try to be a perfect person because I'm obviously not. Uh, and so then when it comes to mental health, for some reason, that was just something that I was trying to figure out. And at first I thought, okay, once I figure it out, doing some giant air quotes over here, then I'll share it with people. But you don't really figure it out. And so I kept waiting for the perfect time. And then I also kept thinking, okay, I probably should like talk to my dad about my anxiety and depression before I put it on the internet. But for some reason that was like a weird, it's like, okay, I've talked to my mom. Do I talk to my dad? I don't want my dad to be worried about me, but before I post it on the internet, I should probably talk to everyone in my life about it. And that just was this weird pressure I put on myself. And so finally mental health day was coming up, which is such an arbitrary thing. Like that doesn't mean anything, but I just thought, oh, okay, cool. This is going to be the deadline. This is going to be when I'm going to finally talk about it. And it was kind of therapeutic and less stressful than I thought it would be. Did you talk to your, did you talk to your parents before you released it? Well, the weird thing is, so I talked to my mom about it when I first went on the medication for my anxiety and depression, Mm -hmm. like a year, a little over a year ago. And I talked to my mom about it. And then she said, don't tell your dad because he'll be really worried about you. And so I kind of it's like, okay, obviously I'm going to talk to him about it, but I don't want to stress him out. And then I kind of brought it up to him one time just really quickly. And he was like, oh, I know. And so it wasn't a thing. It was this thing that I had made a bigger deal in my head mm-hmm. that actually wasn't a big deal at all, which was a small example of really the whole point of it. You know, like it's not a, it's not a big deal. It's fine. I'm figuring it out. And it's what a lot of people go through. And telling the people in your life also isn't a big deal. So, yeah, it really wasn't even a conversation with my dad. It was like, yep, cool, I know. Okay. It's also (laughs) so so much a part of that self-stigmatizing that people do. It's not even just the stigma of society. It's like how I feel in my own skin about whether or not my mom and dad are going to be okay with me if they know that I'm suffering. Right, Uh, yeah. It's like it's your parents, of course. I've been crying to my parents since I came out of the womb. Like, of course they're going to be fine. Right at that moment. Um, Yeah, no, the... And and this idea that like I'll tell the people that I love or I'll tell my audience mm-hmm. is that the right word like in retrospect oh I once had this problem you know kind of <laughs> uh-huh. waiting to get on the other side of it and right. now I have all this gained wisdom and I can talk about it but in this detached sort of intellectualized way not really like God I'm feeling it right now mm-hmm. yeah ah. And there's this sense of, even in the message of your mom, like, hey, don't stress your dad out. <laughs> the The temptation to not stress him out is to say, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm really okay. It's Everything's going okay. Like, I'm all right. As opposed to, I'm not all right, and that's okay. Exactly. Like, yeah. like it's okay to be Which is what I tell everyone. In, right. It's okay to be like, in the mud. Like, we should all share our real thoughts and feelings, and we should talk about mental health, and we should talk about all these things, and we should... Yeah, it's okay to not be okay, and we have people on Tonight with Cassidy that talk about that, and I watch a bunch of YouTubers who talk about that, and I was like, right. wait a minute. I mean, this it's is how little... I feel. Why am I not actually saying that? Right. Yeah. It's a little cliche, but I've, we've said this before uh, on this podcast of people want to uh, feel better. Really, from the approach that I take and the approach that I wish you could meet Jenna, Jenna also takes is, yes, people want to feel better, but we actually want people to get better at feeling. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like, just get better at, yeah, these are my feelings, and I'm going to feel them. Right. That's, that's all right. One, well, of the, one of the interesting things, Cassidy, is that you are so open, like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I don't even want to <laughs> do this today. Mm-hmm. Which some people say that is not good. I've had, like, 
TV consultants that are like, do not tell the viewers that you are tired. Oh, no. Like, no, no, why? No, no. They're probably tired, too. They're like, but you have a privileged job, and you should be happy about it. Like, I am. I'm very grateful for my job, but I also think I can say I'm tired. And you're human. And right. I'll, I'll tell you, I do think the reason that you resonate with so many people is because they detect this degree of authenticity around you that that does have a place in TV. It does Thanks. have a place because TV is supposed to be a reflection of our lives, mm -hmm. right? And so just in the way they want you to be more in the outdoors and they want you to show things that are active and fun. I think that viewers can also probably cope with the idea that you get tired right. as a human being. Right. I think that's okay. Yeah. yeah. And suffering is part of being human. And so that I loved this, you finally coming out and saying that. So I want to talk just a little bit more about some of the signs and symptoms that you were having that maybe you were ignoring for a while because you're like, whoa, that's weird. Mm -hmm. What was going on? Well, so what eventually made me really deal with it was I... It, for some reason, like, birthdays kind of make you think about, like, oh, how's my life going? What's going on? And I was turning 29. It wasn't a milestone birthday or something. But I just thought, okay, for the last couple months before that, I had just been crying a lot, which is so stereotypical depression. You know, it's like, oh, you just sit and you cry and you do nothing. But I still was, you know, I could still go to work and act like I was super happy and I could still do most of the things I needed to do and wanted to do and so I had kind of thought oh I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine but then really I wasn't feeling as creative as I I just wasn't really feeling like myself my brain couldn't focus on a lot of things or if I needed to get something done I couldn't necessarily say okay I'm gonna work on this video I need to come up with an idea for this because that's a lot of what I do is just having to sit and think okay what am I how am I gonna do this sure what's the next idea I'm gonna do whether it's for my YouTube or for show at KGW and there would just be these random thoughts in the back of my head, like just like negative things or things that negative things I was saying about myself, or I would just start crying and things would overwhelm me yeah. way too much instead of being able to say, okay, I have five things to do. Let's get this one done. Let's get this one done. All of a sudden I would just jump to, oh my God, I have five things to do. Ah, the world is ending. Uh, it was fascinating that you did the test, an online test that... that it was at the doctor's office. Right. Okay. So it was probably what exam? I had also done some online tests because, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's me. I go to the internet for all of the answers. I yeah. try not to do the whole, like, doctor internet, I'm dying thing. But, yeah. but still, like, okay, do I have anxiety? How to know if you have anxiety? And so I'd type that and Google that and... I don't know. Those are such weird tests to take also because you're just sitting in your room by yourself and trying to answer it. And then whatever it tells you at the end, then what do you do with and it? you're also right. trying to answer There's that, I'm like, like, okay, so I have anxiety. <laughs> you're telling me I'm very anxious. Now what am I supposed to do? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're screeners, basically. So they, right. a lot of times you'll fill out these questionnaires uh, that are just like, um, you know, a quick and dirty way. Mm -hmm. of are any of these things sort of going on? And if they're all no's, then the doctor's going to skip on to something else. Yeah. So it's just sort of catching the, you know, catching things that you might not remember to ask. But the online thing is, okay, so the online, so the website tells me that I'm anxious. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I knew I that I because that question already. number one, I said yes, <laughs> right? And there's this sense of like, you're, you're diagnosing me with a disease mm -hmm. instead of your giving me a label for my experience uh -huh. and it's I think it's a little problematic to confuse those two yeah right 
One of the things you mentioned, Cassidy, is that um, you went on medication and over time you started feeling more clear and better, but um, therapy is like the last stage of this mm-hmm. for you. Um, I want to talk about therapy and why, like, it's, as I see it, kind of the big piece, the big piece is because medication helps whatever it does with whatever chemicals and electrical currents and ever anything might be off. I think therapy is so good around catching ourselves in the traps we lay for ourselves in our brain and the mm-hmm. way we think. Would you agree, Brian? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of my deal. And I have gone through periods, Cassidy, where I was overwhelmed with trauma, going through crises, working as a journalist like you, and the hours are long and interminable. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying to myself, I do not have the time for this. I do not have the time. I didn't see where in the day I had the time. And it was only when I reordered like, oh, when I do this, like everything else kind of falls into this place where I suddenly have time. And I'm wondering what your what your approach is going to be now to take that time for yeah. yourself since you give so much to other people. Oh, thanks. Well, I know because it seems so ridiculous. It's like, okay, of course I can take time for myself to do this. And I kept... And I think it's great. I keep hearing from people whether they're going through something or are struggling with a mental illness or they just are thinking, okay, I want to be a better person. I want to know myself better. I want to make the world better and be, I don't know. It seems like therapy can do all kinds of things, whether you're going through something big or not. Uh, And so I kept thinking, okay, I need to do it. I need to do it. And so the problem, so when I released my video on mental health day, uh, it's now been over a month. And I said in that video, okay, I'm going to go sign up for this online therapy after this video and I went and signed up and got matched with the therapist and then now it's been a month and I haven't filled out the goals worksheet that I was supposed to fill out so that then I can actually have my first online meeting with this therapist and it's so horrible because there's always Something. something going on and I told myself okay last night this podcast was like a good reminder I was like okay I should probably do that goals worksheet maybe I should get doing the therapy thing and I still didn't do it because somehow we were moving things until midnight, and then I thought, okay, nope, I don't have that hour. So now today I'm telling myself when I get home from work, I will take an hour, and I will do that, and it's just ridiculous. It's like I thought taking out the barrier of having to drive there and have it in a set schedule, maybe that would help, and I mean, then you, no. I mean, you did do what you said you were going to do. Yes, I did sign I, up. I clicked on those three clicks. <laughs> Ta-da, done. Exactly. <laughs> it, it fixed it. Doctor Internet. Um, so that's still clearly a work in progress, but I am, because I did open the goals worksheet. I've opened it a couple times, mm-hmm. started it, and then realized, oh, I need to really think and take time and do it well, you know, you not know, just rush well, that. And see, that's the thing is I think sometimes people get a little over their skis about needing to do it well. Mm-hmm. And they read the question like, hey, so why now? And if this goes really well, what would you like to have come from it? Feels like define the universe, give three examples. <laughs> you know, like I'm supposed to write like. Well, oh, and it okay. feels like, oh, whatever I say, this is the only thing we're going to work on. Right. And I better... Pick right. the right things. And, you're and never... what if, wait, what if there's this other thing in my life going on? Wait, oh my gosh, okay, I better remember that. What if I right. miss something? And no, right. it's actually, that's the whole point. That's and why it like... took me so long to make that video in the first place. Well, and was the because I... I wanted everything to be done. And the way that you describe <laughs> it in your video, it's like, you know, it's a little hard to get traction when the wheels are spinning so much. Like, is it a huge surprise that you would bring that approach to filling out the goals questionnaire? No. You're just sort of being consistent. Exactly. That's okay. You know, <laughs> At least so there's that. So sometimes people fill out intake paperwork for me. And it's so complete, it's so <laughs> comprehensive that I say, 
look, it's a little strange. I've known you for about two minutes and I have all this background information. So while I appreciate that you wrote it and I am really going to read it, I'm going to set it aside and pretend you didn't write anything and just tell me like, why now? And what are you looking for? And other times people fill out this super, super cursory thing that looks like they spent, like maybe they did it in the car with Siri on the way to the appointment. <laughs> and it's like, that doesn't mean that they're Voice texting things, so nothing right? is spelled correctly. Right? Mm-hmm. Siri's like she day drinks. Like sometimes <laughs> she gets it way off. And it's like, okay, so you know what? Your big strong suit isn't filling out forms. That's not really why you're here. I don't really care about that. Like, let's just what talk about it. That's what I want to work you. on in therapy is my how, form how filling out. How would you answer that, Cassidy? How, if, he, if you were sitting with Brian, he said, why now? What do you want to work on? Oh, God. So stressful. Well, so it's weird because part of me, and it even shows in that whole video for Mental Health Day that you were talking about, once you mm-hmm. kind of get past things, you are somewhat detached emotionally. And so it was really weird for me. That video was 20 minutes, but I recorded almost an hour of footage and I didn't cry once. I didn't come close to crying once. And that was really weird for me because thinking back to when I felt so horrible in the time that I'm talking about in that video, I was like, this is weird. I'm not, I'm not crying thinking about that. And that is a good thing. And I called my boyfriend. I was like, is that bad? Do I need to like redo the video? Are people going to not going to think I'm faking this? Are people going to think that I'm making this up because I'm not sad about it? He's like, it's a good thing that you could get through and not cry. That's great. That's progress. I'm like, yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for telling me. Thank you for being my therapist until I actually go to therapy. Uh, but so part of me is like, okay, when I fill out this worksheet, does it need to be this big thing? Like, why now? Because life is horrible. No, that's and that's not it at all. But for some reason, okay, so to answer your actual question. Yeah. See, this is what I do when I start filling out the worksheet. My brain just goes <laughs> 10 other directions before I answer the actual question. So why now? Because uh, I have figured out that I have anxiety and depression and I have been figuring out ways on my own to deal with it, but I would love some help. Yeah? Is that sure. bad? Like, oh no, why Is not? that a That's good answer? That's just fantastic. Sure. Yeah. Why not? That's fine. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so we talk all the time about, like, psychological tool building, and I'm just amazed at all of the skills you bring to being a journalist. You have <laughs> an incredible vocabulary, unbelievable energy, on-camera experience. Your knowledge across the board of the topics you cover is so good. And yet, I bet that in your family, just based on a few things, you probably didn't talk a lot about your emotions. You probably didn't really have that kind of openness around when things got really tough and how are we getting through this? And you don't learn it in school. None of us did. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that as human beings, like part of our growth potential is, can we learn psychological tool building? Can we have a little box that we take with us because shit's going to get real again? Yeah. You know, there's mm-hmm. going to be a change in your career or the health of someone you love or whatever. And new experiences tend to bring up that old stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, would you agree, Brian? Yeah, totally. One of the things that I'm as I'm as I'm watching the two of you talk and realizing <laughs> that you're both in forms of entertainment and you are comfortable with mics in front of you. I hope it's okay for me to say this that it's like What? I hate microphones. Part of well being recorded, I suppose. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're like, "No, actually this is very comfortable. I walk around <laughs> with one of these in my house all the time." Um is like I wonder if sometimes 
it gets a little confusing about, you know, whether it's Cassidy or Sheila, the personality versus Cassidy or Sheila, just the person. Mm-hmm. You know, like one of the things, Sheila, that you have made a career of and a passion for is talking about these really challenging things and the range of experience of being a human and like it's okay to talk about it. But giving yourself sometimes the permission to be like, I just don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not like, into it I'm, right now. And I don't and I don't want to talk about what's going on inside of me. I just am down. I just want to like watch some TV and be sad or or whatever. And for you, Cassidy, to bring like Sheila was just saying, all this energy and this mm-hmm. vocabulary and this like wah entertainment <laughs> quality. And it's like, how can I you know, I spent an hour making a 20 minute vlog that's really actually, it was very entertaining oh, thank and it you. was very energizing <laughs> and it was, I, I, it was great. And then bringing that same kind of personality to your goals questionnaire <laughs> and knowing probably that when you sit down with a therapist, whether it's in person or whether it's on video and mm-hmm. being like, oh, this is the time where I don't actually bring yeah. my personality, like my on air kind of papa. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, it's absolutely just fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh-huh. it's just really, really hard. And I and and it's nice that I got through it without crying. But damn it, I actually want to cry. Yeah, you know. And for that to be like totally all right. So Brian, um, it, this really brings me back to my 20s and 30s when you're stri- you're striving so hard to build something really important, and you may or may not be dealing with kids. I was. Um, you have so not of my own yet. Yeah, so <laughs> much on your plate, and the idea of making the appointment, getting in the car, sitting mm-hmm. calmly for one hour, and talking about oneself felt so self-indulgent. And I'll tell you now, looking back, it was the first thing I should have been doing. But how do you help young people sort of reorder? Because we all get so effing busy. Yeah, and when well, it's hard, like with your and workplaces now will be like, oh, yes, we are okay with mental health. But, like, are, are they, they really, really? Are they really? For gonna a day. Like, if I'm going to tell you that I'm not going it, to, like, it's Monday right now. If I called my boss and said I'm not going to host the show because I'm feeling really sad today. Right. Like, that makes me feel weird to have to say that. But if I just text and say, taking a mental health day, there's going to be some people that say, okay, that's okay. And then others that are like, oh, she probably just went out this weekend and is tired. That's true. And also <laughs> to this, your point, the hour and a half that you may need for therapy is probably, yeah, that's great. How many times are you going to do that, Cassidy? Right. Right? Yeah. It's a, it's a problem. I'm just wondering if as therapists and psychologists and psychiatrists, you understand the consumer's point of view in terms of it's kind of onerous to, to get real help. Mm-hmm. Are you doing the FaceTiming? Are you moving to the next phase where younger people can access therapy just a little bit easier? Personally, no. Uh, although I, I have clients that I have seen through you know, HIPAA-compliant versions of Skype and so forth video. In my experience, when I meet with somebody face-to-face and we're like in the room together mm-hmm. and we're both reacting like human beings, yeah. and occasionally they'll be like, I'm, I'm sick, but I'm not so sick that I can't talk about stuff. It's just I don't want to get you sick. And we'll do some video thing. They will say, yeah, I mean, it's really convenient. That was really nice. But it's just I'm looking forward to getting back in face-to-face stuff. What happens in therapy that's so important then? Well, that's a really that's a super, <laughs> super great question. And I think as you think about carving out time for therapy, 
it's maybe a little bit like, do you carve out time to hire a personal trainer? Because Mm -hmm. some personal trainers you'll meet with and you'll go to the gym and be like, I'm kind of sore and a little bit sweaty and I could have figured that out on my own or watched a YouTube video. And other times you work out with a trainer and you're like, I cannot wait to get back with this person. This is making things better for me and I'm learning stuff and I can feel the needle moving. And I think it's fair to lean in and then evaluate because not all therapy is the same. And even among, even among people who approach therapy the same way, like Jenna and I do, if somebody were to meet with Jenna and somebody were to meet with me, they're going to hear the same kind of message. They're going to get the same kind of worldview from us, but we're two different people with two different styles and two different personalities. And you are probably going to resonate with one of us more than the other. So I think it's okay to sort of not put therapy in what I mean think about any other kind of stuff do you want to do you want to go to work well it depends like what job and who's my boss how do you feel <laughs> about just work in general how do you how feel do about dating about mental health how do you feel about <laughs> dating it's like that's like who <laughs> you know right and not that do you like dates <laughs> right and not that therapy is work or dating but it is this idea of you know it's a really broad category and not all therapists are the same the investment, though, is you You said something earlier, Sheila, that it's like I should have done that earlier because instead of it being a weight on me, yeah. it gave room for other things to sort of breathe. Yeah, and it, it changed the way I related to my internal world. Yeah. So it was like that hour and a half feels like it bought me hours. It's also just that by repetitively doing it, I started to catch myself in all of the things that were taking me down and mm-hmm. all of the traps that I laid for myself around. I think we're probably similar in that we have very high standards and yeah. really drive ourselves A very bit of hard. Perfectionism. Totally. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I've been talking with people at the CDC, and one of the groups of people that they're most concerned about in terms of the really high rate of anxiety and depression is perfectionistic young women. Mm-hmm. That we have a like thirty percent increase in the suicide rate from fifteen to twenty four. Wow! Uh, it's important that young women, especially those who have really high standards of themselves, kind of realize you're not dealing with something that's not potentially dangerous when you say, "Oh, I'll deal with it sometime." So I loved, you know, I, I was thinking, Cassidy, it would be so great to have you come in from time to time and just like check back in and go, "Okay, where are you on the mental health thing? Yeah. What's going on?" Because right, cause it's not, like we said earlier, it's not just something that's, okay, it's fixed, it's done, we're oh, yeah. great now. Yeah. Right. Not Never going to be sad us. again. Right. <laughs> not for any of us. Not for him. Nope, not for me. I'm in the soup, too. Yeah. I mean, and that's honestly- it's great soup. Isn't it? I know. And complicated. <laughs> and sometimes difficult. And fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. I wanted to talk about, you have these big- goals to get to Soji. Oh gosh, more goals worksheets. <laughs> Where's the worksheet? Just get it. <laughs> no, but but you, you want to go to Soji. You're still doing your show. You're vlogging. You have a radio show as well now, mm-hmm. right? Cassidy, can, can... <laughs> How do I not have time to fill out this goals worksheet when you put it like that? I mean, I do, I do think about that. Like, can you keep all those balls in the air? <sighs> do you want to? That's one thing, because I kind of, after I made my first mental health video, the next week, I ended up making a video about pumpkin spice things, so it was totally unrelated. But I asked people on the internet, on Twitter, I did a poll and said, oh, do you want to see, like, another mental health video or pumpkin spice video? And it 
barely one pumpkin spice one. So part of me kept thinking, okay, the <laughs> well, second that's because it was pumpkin, but it was it was a back and forth. It was like, and then I think the third option was like, I don't care about either of those. But both they were very close, and I was kind of getting nervous because like I think I just want to eat a bunch of pumpkin spice things this week. I think I'm my brain is tired from last week's video. I think I deserve to just eat some pumpkin things. Uh, so luckily that's what I got to do. But the second part of the video that I was thinking about making is just like the whole burnout thing. Like, uh-huh. I think part of what I go through is the chemical imbalance, like just the de- depression and anxiety that runs through me and would have no matter what I was doing, I think. But, and it runs in my family, and that's, you were talking about, oh, did I grow up being able to talk about feelings in my family? And yeah, not really. And it was, wasn't until a couple years ago that I learned that many of the women that I'm related to, whether it's immediate or extended family, go through the same thing. And sure. so they're like, oh, you're 10 years ahead of us because you figured it out. I'm like, yeah, because you guys told me what was going on finally and that I should <laughs> kind of pay attention to some of these things. But so I think part of it is the depression and anxiety that's already inside of me. And then the second part is the burnout thing and the fact that I am trying to get better at saying I need to take Sunday and not look at my phone and not be scrolling on Twitter and not yeah make myself feel like if I'm not posting content, I'm going to fall off. Right. Like if my Instagram story isn't refreshing at the top of people's feeds, people will forget about me. Right. Like, it's no. A, it's so real. It's fine. They're not going to forget about And if they do, that's also okay. Yeah. I'll still be here <laughs> if they forget about me. Right. Um, That's and not so, going to happen, by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. But it's a good. But it's a good point, and it's that battle between like Cassidy the person and Cassidy the personality, mm-hmm. and it's like this is my job, and I have this very visible, out in front of everybody job, but I don't want to be my job, right? Right. And I and I want like. Maybe I want to eat some pumpkin spice and maybe right. not. Well, and I kind of I just want to do all just, the things, <laughs> right? Exactly. I know just I should like, also be able to me. do that, right? And I've been telling myself that with like going on hikes and other kinds of like outdoorsy weekend activities, I do have to tell myself this one is not for a video. Or I'll say this hour is for a video and then the rest of yeah, the time. That's good. Like if I go snowboarding, for example, I'll say, okay. And my boyfriend is great at helping me figure that out because he can, like, see the anxiety wheels turning. It's like, okay, I can see that you're freaking out, that you're not going to make a video. So let's just take this hour, and we're just going to make some content. Then the rest of the weekend, we're done with that. Like, we went to Pickathon, the music festival. Oh, so great. And it started out as a total work thing because we did my KGW Tonight with Cassidy show live from there on the Friday night. And then they said, oh, do you want to stay for the weekend? I said, okay, sure, go camping. This is great. This will be nice unplugging time. But I still kept thinking, okay, we did the thing for KGW. Now the rest of the weekend will be content for my YouTube channel. Yeah. And then I woke up the next morning. There was a yoga class. I was like, okay, yoga is not the time to start making content. This is for me. Then after yoga, it just was making me really anxious thinking about pulling out my camera. I Mm -hmm. didn't want to do that. And so I'm starting to be more aware of that and the reality is these are all things I want to do. So if I'm in a moment where I don't want to do that, that's okay. That's okay. If I want to just go do yoga and then watch a concert and just be camping at a fun music festival and maybe have a picture to post on Instagram at the end of it if I feel like it, which I did take a picture, but I didn't post it for months later. So it was fine. It wasn't a content thing. And that's something that I'm very much learning you and know that's what? always going to be a work in progress i think it has to be just honestly for every parent who's like why are kids so stressed out <laughs> like 
they never, a lot of adults never consider because the true lives of young people exist not only in who they are and what they do for a living and what they do in their personal lives. They also have a true identity. And it's a real thing. Like anybody who, who throws shades on that identity is just like out to lunch on the web and on social media. Mm -hmm. And they attend to it. So it's like they have all of their lives to live and then they have to actually attend to this other life as well. Mm -hmm. Like right? for me, <laughs> since I keep saying, oh, I want to be authentic and I want to share what I'm going through, then... I tell myself that is the good thing to do. It's like that is good to share my real self and keep sharing every single thing that I'm doing, even though yet there is a very thin line between Cassidy on right. the public Cassidy and the Private, internal, the internal right? Cassidy. Cassidy. And there's this like, oh, you know what? I want to be transparent about the stuff that goes on in my life and the stories that my mind tells me and the, the greater willingness that I have to have the feelings that I have so that I can make really good content about it. <laughs> versus I don't need to hide this. I also don't need to share it. Mm -hmm. But if I choose not to share it, it's not because it's shameful yeah, or because I'm supposed to be on all the time. It's because I'm choosing not to share it. Mm -hmm. It's a move toward something personal rather than a move away from like, oh, I can't let people know about this. Yeah. You know, but there isn't, there's but also But it's also this, like, well, but pressure. I want other people to feel like that's okay to know about this and that's okay for them to share it. So then it's like, oh, I should be telling them that. But then- yeah. But isn't that interesting? It's like, it, but it to me at least, as you say that, the weight of it changes depending on the um, the intent behind mm -hmm. it. Like, I want to normalize this as opposed to I'm going to create really cool content because it's yes. been like it's been like two weeks since I've talked about <laughs> mental health stuff, so it's time for that. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I really should probably schedule my therapy appointment so that I can <laughs> vlog about it. Well, that's Whoa! the other thing with the goals worksheet. <laughs> And now, which I didn't think of, I wasn't trying to hide it because it's shameful, but part of me also, because I did say in that video, and I do want to do follow-ups, like, okay, I've been doing therapy for three months, how am I feeling? Yeah. But, uh, because that's been helpful for me thinking about starting therapy, of watching other people go through the process, but so part of me is thinking, okay, whenever I, I'm not going to record the therapy sessions, but Good when call. I'm filling Good out the, the goals worksheet, should I be like... Hey guys, okay, I'm about to fill out this worksheet. I've been procrastinating it for a month and a half now, uh, trying to figure out. Here's, you know, the same things I was saying to you guys. This is why it's stressing me out because I feel like it should be this big thing. And that would probably be relatable or maybe helpful for someone going through the same part of it. But then that delays me actually doing it because I feel like I should pull out the camera. And I'll go, well, I'm too tired to do that right now. So yeah. I probably oh, should wow. wait to do the worksheet tomorrow because. I don't know. I look I can't, really tired. Because I can't really make, I can't make good content right. while I do it. Yeah. Put, put, ah, this is you, embarrassing. This you is put therapeutic the, and embarrassing Yeah, you put the time. oxygen mask on first before you put it on the loved ones, <laughs> you know, when the cabin depressurizes. That won't be me. I'll so, die because I put the, the mask yeah, on everyone else. Some random person. Yeah. Like, you look great. And on Instagram first. <laughs> Here, Instagram. Here's my mask. You take it and It's breathe. a filter. Well, you know, Here's the right. oxygen mask filter. And there's this thing about, like, the the. the the thing about it isn't so much what we do, but why we do it. I remember now I gave up Facebook years ago and, and when I did it, people said, Oh, that's good for you. Like I quit coffee. Like Ooh. that's really nice. I'm not doing that, <laughs> but good for you. Um, and this is a little confession. I would go do things with my kids and I would take pictures of it and I would put it up on Facebook. And then I would spend the rest of the day seeing who thought I was a cool dad. <laughs> 
And sometimes I would be like, we really need to make a trip and I absolutely need to bring the camera and blah, 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 blah. Because it's been a while since I've like, it, like it's been a while since I've put anything on Facebook about the kids. People are going to think I'm a lame like, dad. Like wow. I'm uninvested. Like I got to show that we go on like field trips and stuff. And it's like, you know what? I don't need more audience. Yeah. I really don't need more audience. So I stopped, but I think the other way that could be done is being able to make this really good distinction between like, the, the sort of the why and the do I really care about this? Is this really important to me even if no one's watching? Mm-hmm. Like, does this good matter filter. to me really good even filter. when no one's watching? And I'm do I can I still bring myself to it and my enthusiasm to it or my willingness, depending on the mood, even if I have no audience, even if I'm not recording? Mm-hmm. Well, then part of me has learned, like with same with that mental health video, part of me while I was editing it was thinking, man, I wish when I was... A year ago, when I was crying a lot, like I had pulled out my camera and thought and said, Hey, oh my God, I feel so sad today, which I obviously did not want to do, which is why I did not do that. There's no video footage of that time. But I was thinking, Oh, this video, maybe it would be more impactful if like it had that. And then that I could be watching that also. But at the end of the day, it's the same story. The video tells the same story, whether it has those clips. Or whether I'm just talking about that. And yeah. and so when I'm talking about an update to my therapy experience, whether I have that clip of me saying I'm trying to fill out my goals worksheet right now, or I'm just saying that in retrospect, hey, it took me a month and a half to fill out this goals worksheet. Now it's been three months and I've done, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it still tells the same story. It just might not be the exact, back to the perfectionism thing, it might not be the exact perfect vision that I have for the video but I can still say the same thing and I can still, hmm. and you that's part of the whole being real of all of it. I so, um, I, can't, I can't wait to talk more with you, Cassidy. I hope you keep coming back because honestly, first what I witnessed was like, I think what went on here is a little of what goes on in therapy. You speak, <laughs> someone reflects, he gives you some something to think about. Does this count as my you goals worksheet? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> just turn this in. <laughs> but also, I mean, just for me as a person much older than you who went through the same career path, we as human beings have to get used to the idea that one day we won't have a big audience. It'll mm-hmm. just be us and it'll be our story. And we have to develop the tools to be cool with that. So oh God, that just I'm made my leave. heart jump. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm gonna so leave true, you with though. that. Amen. I'm gonna leave you with that. Really good. Loved seeing you, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Bye.